Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Honestly Anna, a podcast hosted by me, Hannah Coda, where I share all my honest opinions about all things going on in the world. I'm treating this podcast like a diary, and trust me, I have a lot to say. Welcome to this week's episode. Oh my goodness, I feel like I haven't done this in so long. Um, and I'm actually just kind of excited to sit down and just start talking. Um, I know I say this sometimes, but this episode is going to be pretty chill. I just came off of a vacation and I kind of pre-taped the last couple episodes, so this really has been a minute since I sat down and talked to you all um, and really just like had a conversation about like what's been going on uh, lately. So like I mentioned, I just came back from vacation. I don't think I told you all where I was going. I went to Hawaii for eight days with eight of my friends, or there was eight in total of us. Um, it was very, very relaxing. Um, I, I obviously, I, I've actually been to Hawaii before when I was a kid, but I don't really remember a lot of it. I remember like certain things. Um, I went to Maui and this time around, I went to Oahu. Um, it was a completely different experience. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people there. And I don't know if anybody else has kind of seen this um, lately via like social media or just like talking about it with friends or family. But I feel like everyone in the world right now is either going to Hawaii or just came back from Hawaii or like Hawaii is like on their checklist like for the next couple months or even like Mexico. I feel like Mexico is also like a really big destination right now. Every time I go on like Instagram um, or like TikTok, I'm always being fed like all of these people that are going mostly just I guess to tropical places, which I guess makes sense since we've been stuck in the house <laughs> for over a year. I guess we just all want to be in nature um, so that being said, it was a very, very good, solid vacation, which I'm realizing not now, but like when I was on the trip that I had never really been on a vacation vacation before. Most of the time when I travel, it's like for a specific purpose and I'm like in a city or somewhere where I'm doing excursions or something like is on an itinerary every day. Um, whereas this time around, we did have things planned, but for the most part, it was just kind of like, let's just go to the beach and like hang out today. Um, but there were a lot of people. <laughs> there were a lot of people. Um, I stayed in Waikiki. And of course, like if you guys haven't been there or maybe you have and you're familiar, it is is like the equivalent of like being in a city, right? In a very like fast moving um, overpopulated city, which was actually pretty cool. I do enjoy staying in cities. I have found this out since the trip. I do enjoy staying in cities rather than, um, I guess being like in true relax relaxation or like places, but I also do like to enjoy the culture. So yes, we were in the city, but I also really enjoyed that we went out of the city almost every single day. Um, so like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I like to stay in central locations, but I like to experience whatever culture is like going on there. Um, and yeah, it was super beautiful. It was super humid, which I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. I feel like Hawaii is very like this, um, 
you know, tropical like place that everybody needs to go to, like especially if you're from the States, um, like Hawaii is just like, you know, our little piece of paradise that you don't need a passport to go to um, because you're not leaving the country per se. But um, yeah, it was just... It was very humid. It rained a couple days when we were there, which was fine. I just, like, wasn't expecting that type of weather. Um, it was super busy. Those were really, like, the major cons. Um, I was pretty adventurous, at least, like, for me. <laughs> um, I usually like to keep it, like, safe when I travel for the most part. Um, but this time, because I was with my friends and my significant other, I just, I guess, took a little bit more of a chance with things. I jumped off, like, this cliff into these, like, crystal clear waters. Um, that was, like, the best part of Hawaii. Like, and I'm sure that you could experience this in other places, probably tropical places, but the water was so clear and warm slash cold like you would get in it and it'd be kind of cold at first but like for the most part it was around 70 80 degrees um which is not really something we get a lot here in LA um like we have beaches and stuff but they're pretty gross and disgusting um you know obviously depending on where you go but also like it's usually pretty cold no matter like how hot it is that day the water itself is actually pretty cold um and then like in Hawaii like the water was actually warm so that was really cool um I, I tried a different like different types of food really good seafood spamasubis um yeah so it was a really relaxing vacation I almost like stayed an extra couple days because I didn't want to leave but mostly because I just didn't want to come back to reality um I realized obviously I hadn't been on a plane and on vacation in a really long time and it just really like kind of put things in perspective to me that I need to travel like that is just something that feeds my soul and if you guys have been listening every week it's kind of been a common theme um, on this podcast like starting with Imani way back when when she read my tarot cards and like also my birth chart and it was like yes you're gonna have a year of traveling and like traveling is very important to you and then just me like <laughs> okay, yes, we're in COVID, but, like, I, I want to travel. And then speaking of COVID, I kind of just, like, wanted to give some, like, tips and tricks and talk about my experience of traveling, um, especially, like, going on a plane and going to another place and what the COVID procedures were and, like, how they affected my trip. Um, so I kind of had, a, like, a fiasco, or sorry, a fiasco little, like, moment that happened. Um, so before, right now, the regulations, I believe it's right now, I think they're changing very soon. Um, Hawaii, I went on Hawaii Airlines, but just, like, the state of Hawaii in general, no matter where you're going, you have to get tested for COVID 72 hours uh, prior to your trip. It has to be in the 72-hour window. I left on a Monday, so I got tested on Friday. I got my results on Saturday, and when I got my results, um, the company that I went with, which, mind you, you can only go to pre-approved companies that the airline approved or Hawaii, the airline and the state approves, which the only free one you could go to is Walgreens in California. So I went to Walgreens. I got my test. I even did a test trial, guys. The week before, I went on same date, same time that I would go for the 72-hour window. I went the week prior. Everything worked out. I got my results within 24 hours. It was fine, right? 
So the Friday comes, I go and take my test and then I go to work um, because I had to go to work that day. And then the next day I get my results. And for some odd reason, and for some reason I will never know, this just happened, is that when I got my results, obviously I came back negative or else I wouldn't have gone um, and would have quarantined and and did whatever I needed to do. Um, But the results came back ne- negative, but for some reason, the lab inputted the wrong date of when I actually got my COVID test. It said that I had gotten it like a couple a couple days prior to the date that I actually went. And that's a problem because you have to have a negative COVID test within 72 hours of you like traveling. And I thought, oh, maybe it's just like a typo. I'm still going to try to upload it. And the system um, to upload it like through Hawaii Airlines uh, was like, no, it's saying that you this is out of the 72 hour window window and I was freaking out. Somehow, some way, I got the number to the lab's, um, like, to the lab's, like, like, office, basically, or whoever sent me these results, and I called them, and I was like, I am going, I will be on a plane in less than, like, 48 hours. I need this to be fixed. Like, please help me. Is there anything I can do? And the receptionist on the other side of the line, which, mind you, I'm calling it, like, 12 p.m. and the lab is on the east coast I think it's in Tennessee or I think it was in Tennessee and um she it's like 3 p.m. there and she's like oh yeah hun like you know I'll put in a ticket yeah they should be able to fix it and I'm like okay cool and I'm like so how long is this gonna take she's like well if it doesn't happen within 24 hours like you know, just give us a call back. And honestly, the the phone call was not really reassuring to me. And so I immediately just like had a panic attack and was like, what can I do? I ended up paying like $200 to get a rapid test um, through another company that was approved through the state of Hawaii that I could get tested with. Thank God I found an appointment next to my house and just went, paid the $200 just in case. And yeah, and tried to do it that way didn't get my results for the rapid test. It was now Sunday. I'm still waiting for the other people to change my test results um, from when I took it on Friday. And it's just not working. I'm at work. I I worked that Sunday um, and like left early, early Monday morning to go to Hawaii. And thank God my significant other found some email address. I don't even know how he found it. He found some email address to the lab that I had taken my test with and was like, you need to email them. I talked to this lady on the phone. Apparently, there's like no way to get in contact with whoever is going to send you your results. So just but they can they can email you and you can email them directly and they can try to fix it. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so I'm at work right now. And then I'm like, running around trying to figure out everything that I need to do for work. But then my significant other is like, please just like try to email these people. I think, I think this is a really good shot. And I'm like, okay. So I email them. I send them like all of my documentation, the email that I received. And I was like, please, 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 can you please fix this? I'm getting on a plane at this point in less than 24 hours. I need this to be fixed. Still haven't gotten my results from the rapid test. I don't know why. I paid over $200. I never even figured out why or like what happened. Um, Like at that point, I didn't care. But Anyways, the email worked. About an hour later, I ended up getting an email saying like, hey, we fixed it. Here you go. Here's the updated thing. Sorry, my bad, that type of email. And it worked. And I uploaded all my stuff and I was able to get on the plane. Um, 
so it was just like this huge thing. I really thought I wasn't going to be able to go because they're very strict. Um, there's like certain things that you have to do before you can even check in your bags. And that was one of them. Um, so I really highly, highly suggest that you look if you're traveling and if you're going to fly, make sure that you double check like what requirements need to be made or what's going to happen um, just like for COVID. So not only did I have to have that 72-hour test, I also had to take a health questionnaire. Um, I also had to like just fill out all of this information about my flight, where I was staying, contact tracing, like all that stuff. And then at the end of like this huge long process, they give you a QR code that you then show to like the flight attendant, not the flight attendant, but like the receptionist you check in with. And they basically tell you if you're good or not. Now, some of my friends, including my significant other, were not good when we first checked in, even though they got their tests and, you know, whatever. I think it might have been just like a random search. And then you once you get into LAX and check in your bags and go through TSA, there's another additional step that you might have to take um, for you to get an additional wristband. Um, so if you're cleared with COVID and the questionnaire or whatever, um, when you check in your bags, they actually give you a wristband. Um, and if you don't have that wristband, that's when you have to go to this additional person and they have to clear you. They basically ask you some questions. I think they just like make you verify your address or something like that. But it's like a whole different step. And it's because of COVID. Um and yeah, some of the people I traveled with had to do that. It was a little scary at first because we were already inside. We had already passed TSA and we were like, are you guys going to get on the plane? Like, what's going on? Um, but anyways, we got on the plane. It was a fully packed plane. Um, you have to wear your mask the entire time the second you even um, get off the car. There were people, you know, not everywhere, but there were people reminding you like, hey, you need to put on your mask. You need to put on your mask. And that is for all airports around the world. Um, and as well in the plane, you have to wear it as well. But the f they're full capacity planes. It's it's insane. Um. Yeah, and then we ended up getting to Hawaii safe and sound. Um, and yeah, we just spent the next like seven days-ish, eight-ish days um, just relaxing and just experiencing all that Hawaii had. Hawaii still has a mask mandate, mandate in order. Um, you have to wear masks inside whenever you're inside somewhere, whether it be a restaurant, a hotel, like whatever it may be, but you don't have to wear masks outside. So like when you're walking around the streets or um, on the beach, I try to wear my mask as much as possible because there is a couple new variants out there with COVID and they're very real. I know people who personally have traveled that are vaccinated, that were wearing their masks, that still got these new variants and, and tested positive for COVID and ended up having to stay um, wherever they traveled to for like at least 10 to 14 days um, and wasn't prepared for that. So like they didn't have money for like a hotel room and it was just like a whole thing. But yeah, there's a lot of places that won't let you leave if you test positive um, obviously um, and try to go to a new place because you can't travel that way, you know? can't get in on an airplane and you're positive with the whole airplane packed full of people. Um, but yeah, so that's just kind of my, my, what happened to me. And honestly, my advice, um, for all of that is just one, make sure you know all of the requirements of where you're going to, um, how you're getting there, like what is, 
what is the mask mandate? What do you need to do before you travel? What do you need to do before you come back? Do you have to schedule anything? Have a backup plan um, because, you know, obviously we're still in a pandemic and there are a lot of places around the world who they don't have a vaccine yet. Um, so you'll be you know, with people who are majority not vaccinated or have a very high positivity rate. Um, so, yeah, I just want to like give like also a reminder out there, out there that if you're traveling outside of the country, especially like probably no matter where you go right now, there is still some type of lockdown in Hawaii. Everything closed before 10 p.m., at least all the places that we were trying to find. Um, not that we were like necessarily trying to go to a club or anything, but we kind of just wanted to get a drink somewhere, like even if it was like a restaurant and even all the restaurants pretty much closed before 10 p.m. And I asked a couple people actually in Hawaii that were employees and locals and the majority of them said it was because of COVID. And, you know, there's a lot of restrictions that haven't been lifted. You know, obviously it's up to the states and it's up to where you're at to really decide what is best, I guess, for them. But it was just kind of eye-opening because I thought California was really, really strict with their guidelines. And it turns out there obviously are other places that are even more strict and that have to be strict because they don't have a vaccine or maybe the majority of their people are not vaccinated yet. So, um, or and don't have the resources. Like if you don't want to get vaccinated, which I strongly urge you to and to really do your research around it. Um, but if you don't want to get vaccinated or don't choose that route, you know, just thinking about the hospitals and the capacities and the medicine available to help you if you do get sick. Um, so just some like food for thought with that. Um, our trip didn't really get inter interrupted with COVID or COVID things, I guess, after that. But it was still really, really, really nice to just sit down on a beach and relax. I got pretty tan. I don't know if, for those of you who are watching, I don't know if you can tell, but I, I got pretty tan and that's something I am proud of because I haven't been this tan in a really, really, really long time. When I was a kid, I actually like, I used, I burn and then I tan, but I used to be a lot darker and like, because I was always in the sun and like running around as a kid. And as of lately, like the last five-ish years, like I've basically worked all of my summer so I never really went outside and I'm starting to get that color back so it makes me really happy um but yeah I really missed you all I really missed just sitting down and talking um the rest of this episode I really want to just talk about the summer and what's going on and what happened last week um you know, when I got back from my trip, I was like, holy crap, it's July. And like, by the time I'm like going to upload this episode, it's going to be the middle of July. And it really, I know this is so opposite and like turns people around. But <laughs> when I came back home, I was like, cool, done with summer. Okay, so when are the holidays coming? <laughs> I, I am not a summer gal. Summer's cool. I love to swim. I love to be at the beach. However, my favorite season is fall. And so when I came back, I was like, Christmas in July? Like, I know that's a thing for some people. Um, I want to just sit and watch Christmas movies and look forward to fall, you know, days and pumpkin spice lattes and Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, when I got back, I was like trying to book 
like anything I could for the holidays because I embraced the holidays with all of me. And then I just started thinking more and more about summer. And for some reason, the month of July, like, reminds me of Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia only, like the movie, the the musical, the play, whatever you have like whatever memory you have associated with that I think of Mamma Mia and that makes me happy but then immediately again my brain just goes like to the fall I'm like okay summer's almost over it's July I can watch Mamma Mia and then we're done and then the fall is here um let me know if any of you also feel that way because I feel like I'm going crazy sometimes when I say that to some people especially some of my friends like I mentioned it And I was like, yeah, summer's cool, but like I'm done already. And it's the beginning of July. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I my go to July movie is Mamma Mia because it not that it does happen in July, but there are some parts of it that's like, you know, um, where she meets like certain characters in Paris in July. And so I don't know. I love Mamma Mia as a summertime movie, and I highly suggest that you guys watch it. If you've not, if you haven't watched it, I don't know. I love the movie. I love the musical. I've seen them both multiple, multiple times. I absolutely love it. Um, and that is like my summertime go-to. So I, yeah, like summer. Like this is what we're talking about. That's my summertime go-to movie. I absolutely love it. And then it makes me want to go to beach, the beach, and then it makes me want to go to Greece and like you know, just be in the lovely atmosphere that I feel like I've just made up in my head at this point. Um, And then, yeah, and then my brain immediately goes to fall. So I'm so, so, so excited that the holidays are almost here. Again, fall is my favorite season. And I just wanted to mention this because I want to see if anybody else is thinking this way. Um, If you are, please like send me a DM, a text, or give me a call, leave a comment, say it in a review because I am just so ready for summer to be over. Not to mention when I was in Hawaii, like I said, it was super humid. Something that I feel like people don't really talk about. It was it was like 70% humidity the entire time we were there. I'd never experienced humidity like that. And the second we got off the plane to LA, it actually was like 80 degrees, but it felt so cool and like nice and refreshing. And the second I got off the plane, I was like, I can't wait. I cannot wait for California winters, quote unquote winters. Um, I can't wait for it to be like 60 kind of cloudy and me snuggling up and watching my Christmas movie. So I'm pretty sure that's also what triggered it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just let me know if you also feel the same way about summer. Um, I'm also going to go into the news right now. I actually have quite a couple things I want to talk about. Um, not two weeks worth of news, but just I feel like there was just a lot of things that happened this past week with me. And, and like personally, I tried a lot of new foods that I want to let you guys know about, um, as well as I feel like a lot of stuff happened just like in sports and like media. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into that. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about what happened last week and also really what's just been happening this past weekend. I feel like so many things happened um, that I really want to talk about. And first off, I want to talk about Cuba. So Cuba has really been trending this whole past weekend. Um, It will probably be trending throughout the rest of the week, but I wanted to just let everybody know like what was going on, at least from what I know, just the overall summary. Um that I first heard from Kathleen Lights. Kathleen Lights is a beauty YouTuber, um, but she posted something on her story, which she doesn't normally do. She doesn't really say a lot of 
things outside of the beauty world, um, but she lives in Florida and I believe she comes from Cuban descent. I believe the majority of her family are immigrants and from Cuba. Um, however, I think she's American born, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anyways, she had posted something and that's when I first heard about it and started looking up what was happening. Basically, in Cuba, they've been under this um, communist you know, regime for a very long time, but they have stopped accepting and denied all assistance for COVID relief and their country is getting hit horribly hard um, with COVID right now, along with obviously some other political things that are going on in the country that have been wrong for a very long time. Um, and as of now, as of what I just read and saw um, on a couple new news articles and Twitter, um, the country has rebelled and they are going into full rebellion. Um, the citizens are taking the streets. People from Florida are trying to assist and driving their boats over there to try to get the people off of Cuba and into the state so that they can provide them some help. People were literally dying in the streets because their hospitals were way past 100% capacity. They had no medicine. They had no air tanks. They had nothing. Um, and obviously, just with all the other issues that are going on in Cuba. So I'm really, you know, I really feel this is like how it was like for India, you know, a couple weeks, last months ago that we kind of just stopped talking about, but it's still really bad there um, where we could provide aid. But in this particular stance, um, the country and their <laughs> dictator is not allowing um, any assistance uh, for vaccines or even just medical necessities um, just to help in any capacity. So it's very, very sad. Um, I really want to see what's going to happen throughout the week. I'm hoping that, you know, at least the people who need help are getting help. And it's, it's, it's just a really, really sad and unfortunate and wrong situation, you know. Um, that being said, um, there were all obviously like just a lot of stuff as well that happened um, this past week in the media. Um, there were a lot of stuff that happened in sports. Uh, for instance, like the Italy versus England game. Um, if you guys don't know the results, which I don't know how you wouldn't, um, but Italy won in basically OT and penalty kicks, um, which is like kind of sad, but you know, it was a very, very close and tight game. I watched the majority of the game from beginning to end and they both were giving it their all this the entire time like it was a very very close and good matchup so it was a really good game um there also was something uh streaming the web this past week i saw it a lot on twitter and instagram um this short clip of simone biles which i believe it got leaked i think they're doing like some type of documentary on her and this like certain clip like got leaked or an interview of it got leaked where she basically just says that the judges when she goes to compete like the judges don't score her correctly because if they did she would 100 percent all of the time win because the tricks that she is attempting and completing and doing phenomenal phenomenal doing amazing at, sorry, can't speak today, the tricks and difficulty level that she's doing, no one else is really reaching. So to make it fair and to make it seem like there's a competition, aka to make it entertainment, um, they score her lower. 
um, which is just so messed up on any other level. Like, if she is working her ass off to get whatever type of difficulty points she needs to get to win and win the gold and she's going to keep winning it, like, then just let her, like, she's rightfully the winner then. Um, I think she goes on to talk about a little bit how it's about race as well and just a lot of different aspects within not only just the Olympics but any championships or world championships she competes at. So it's just it's just all types of mess up and I hope that they figure this out before she gets to the Olympics and score her properly. The Conor McGregor fight was this past weekend. Oh my gosh, I highly advise you do not watch that video of him breaking his, I think they finally said it was his ankle, um, if not his leg, if I read correctly, but it could still be his leg, I'm not too sure. And then finally, I know not really anyone watches cycling, but I really have to give an update on this because there's some world-breaking records that are happening that are really, really cool um, with an athlete that I've been following since I was a kid. There's an athlete named Mark Cavendish. He is a cyclist, and it's a fairy tale story. He was a total, like, just jerk at the beginning of his career and he was winning all the time and then all of a sudden he got sick and then he sucked for a really long time and he was bad and not in a good situation and almost quit the whole sport in general and then he got a second chance and is racing in the biggest cycling event in the entire world and is about to break the records for the person who's won the most times or the most stages at this event. He's currently tied with the person who holds the current standing, which is 34 wins for stages. If he wins one more, which they anticipate him to do, um, he will break that record. And it's just, and also after he got sick, he kind of just like had a couple kids and really did some deep, deep diving and is like, the nicest person in interviews. I mean, I don't know how he is, obviously, in person now. However, it sounds like it's a t- true fairy, t- fairy tale story. He couldn't have won without his team and is really embracing his teammates and is an overall, like, good person now. So um, that was. it's really just cool to see, like, happen in real life, um, in real time, I guess. Going on to TVs and movies, I went and saw Black Widow this past weekend. Um, I did watch it in the movie theaters. It was the second time I've been to the movies um, since, you know, COVID. Um, The movie was very, very much an Avengers Marvel movie. I would probably give it like a solid 7 out of 10. It was pretty good. There were some parts that were really unrealistic. Um, However, I do suggest waiting to the very, very end after the credits. There is like a scene that will link all of like the shows that have been happening, um, and like this movie together. Um, so stay after the credits. There is a clip that you need to watch. Um, going on to TV. Oh my gosh. I just have to mention this. And I know I've mentioned this on my personal Instagram account before. Um, but there's a show called atypical it's on Netflix. It's on their fourth and final season. The season is not the best, but when I tell you this show is so good it makes me laugh. It gives me a new perspective. It's a very refreshing show. It's about a teenager who has autism and he's on the spectrum and he's a very high functioning person with autism. Um, and it's like his life and his experiences. Obviously, there are other characters in it. He has a younger sister that's like one of the main characters. 
His parents have their own drama. Um, but it's just such a good show. I feel like it's so well written. The first and second season are just so funny and so good. The third season's like okay. And then like what I've seen of this last four season is pretty okay. But I really suggest that if you just want something like different and just like funny and just you can just turn on and like watch but like kind of not really watch I I suggest this show it's a really really cute show I really like it um going into food so I know I posted on my Instagram story but I'll kind of just say say it here I tried a bunch of different foods this past week I tried the watermelon and mustard which was okay I guess um I tried jalapeno um, with cream cheese and Takis. That one was really good. I also tried these new things like or new trends from Trader Joe's. Um, they have something called chili pineapple, um, which if you've ever had dried like chili mangoes, it's just that with just dried pineapple. It was really good. I highly suggest that. I tried everything but the elote. Um, sorry, just I said that very, very like not right right now. Elote, not elote. Um, I don't know why it came out like that, but um, I tried like that dip from Trader Joe's. It's really good. Um, Cotton candy grapes I tried was really good. Um, I also went to the 626 market this past weekend. It was so packed, y'all. Like I had to leave. I started getting like major anxiety. I couldn't do it. There's so many people there, Um, but I finally tried that like potato like swirl, like with the fries and stuff that one was pretty good it was it was all right (laughs) um but yeah I tried a lot of things so if you guys know I'm getting all of these like Trader Joe things from an Instagram account um on Instagram if you want to follow it if you like are obsessed with like Trader Joe stuff um it's called the Trader Joe's list I believe and it's this account it's this woman who literally just updates you whenever there's something new at Trader Joe's that you should try um that's pretty good and I followed pretty much everything that she suggested um like even some other like corn pop chips and there's like this new tea that they have I would follow that account I love it and honestly I love Trader Joe's now I didn't before, like before the pandemic, um, but I really like Trader Joe's and there's one down the street from me. So it's very convenient for me. Um, yeah, so th- those were all the different like food things I try. I tried. I did not think I was going to like the cotton candy grapes. And when I literally mean like grapes, like they're grapes that you literally buy in like the fruit section and they taste like cotton candy. Um, they were kind of expensive, but it was worth it. They actually tasted like cotton candy. Um yeah, there's just like a bunch of cool things, like summery things to try. Like they have watermelon jerky at Trader Joe's and stuff. Um, but follow that account because she is like really informative and it's cool to just try out the things that she's suggesting because I would have never known that those things were there. Um, that's all I really want to talk about this week. Uh, I hope that you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. It's going to be super hot. I'm pretty sure no matter where you are in the world right now. Um, so just make sure you're applying your sunscreen and you're staying as cool as possible. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and leave a review. And yeah, I'm going to get ready for next week when we talk about aliens. I'll get into that more next week, though. It's going to be a really interesting episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and this was Honestly Hannah.